You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it with tales from all over the nation. Come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. A few weeks ago, I was in Colorado as part of the Ride the Rockies crew. Ride the Rockies is a six-day Colorado bicycle tour that started way back in the mid-80s. This year, riders tackled eight mountain passes on their bicycles, almost 30,000 feet of elevation gain, and not one, but two days of over 100 miles of pedaling. I caught up with Jason Carlin from Flexential to get a recap on his week of biking in Colorado. Flexential has been supporting the Ride the Rockies ride for eight years, and Jason is on to tell us about his company as well as his week on the bike. All right, well, welcome to the show, Jason Carlin. How are you doing, Jason? I'm great, Murph. Uh, great to be here today. Thank you. Cool. Well, Jason's on the show to talk about Ride the Rockies, and um, I was lucky enough to be on the crew this year for Ride the Rockies. And uh, I've met Jason before, and we're both we're both fellow Iowans. Yes, I, I was born and and grew up in Decorah, up in the northeast corner. So excellent. Uh, Big one for for Iowa, for sure. Yeah, so we have that connection. So not only did Jason ride Ride the Rockies this year, his company, Flexential, is also a partner of Ride the Rockies. So I'm glad to have you on, Jason, to talk about both if you are ready. Let's do it. Okay. So first off, you know, give the listeners an idea. Um, I, I know you don't live in Iowa anymore, but tell the listeners where you live now and what the cycling culture is like there. Well, I, I live in the, the beautiful state of Colorado, which is certainly where Ride the Rockies um, is. And, uh, you know, there's a, a ton of cycling culture here, um, you know, all the way back to, you know, the Red Zinger and, and Coors Classic, you know, time from the professional, uh, you know, race scene. You know, certainly Boulder, everybody's familiar with, you know, just the, the sort of outdoors culture that that is there. But I live in Denver and, um, you know, do a ton of road riding kind of in the, in the area and um, have a lot of, of cycling friends out there. I'm probably mostly a road rider. Um, so I would say gravel is increasingly very popular here. Mm-hmm. Certainly in the city, it's, there's not a lot of, of gravel choices. But when you get up north and, and out east, there's, there's a ton of gravel out there as well. And certainly... Mountain biking, also very popular in Colorado with the trails and the ski areas. Um, my kids can, can out-mountain bike me just about any day, so <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time on that anymore. But uh, I, I primarily rode and, and do some gravel as well. And I don't know that I've actu- actually ever ridden my bike in Denver, but is it mostly cycling-friendly roads, or are you on paved paths? Or how do you do your cycling when you say road cycling? Yeah, there's probably a mix. Uh, we have some great, great bike paths. Bikes for Colorado is our, our big advocacy group here in Colorado, and they spend a lot of time on uh, making sure we have safe paths and safe routes to, to school and, and be able to actually bike to work day was just a couple of days ago, so it was great to see um, a lot of people out for that. But, yeah, it's probably mixed. You know, we have, we're, we're lucky we've got some, some large reservoirs kind of in the, you know, in the metro area, so that's pretty popular for people to, to ride on those. Um, not a ton of cars. We've got Lookout Mountain, which is another great ride just outside of Golden. Yeah, so I mean, I think we all we all spend some time trying to learn where the 
the bike friendly streets are, right. but for the most part, uh, you know, it's a, it's a safe, safe area for sure. Right. Well, and I can tell you, you know, I've been to Colorado many, many times, but being part of Ride the Rockies was like, I, if I had to pick one word, I would say breathtaking because it was just nonstop. Every corner I would go around, I would be like, oh my God, that is so beautiful. And then you go around another corner, you'd be like, what? How could it be more beautiful? So I can't imagine, you know, like you wake up every day and you can see mountains and it just, I don't know, breathtaking is the best word I can come up with. Well, it's definitely a little different than, than seeing cornfields in Iowa. But, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, we, we, we finished in Golden this year. Um, so, you know, the view of, of, of the Rockies is very prominent from the foothills, you yeah. know, there in Golden. But we started in in Copper Mountain, which, you know, is, is just sort of below Vail, uh, essentially, and it's a great ski area. Yeah, I, I, I never get sick of seeing the mountains. I think, um, you know, Independence Pass just is, is a breathtaking oh, gosh, uh, yeah. place as well. I know we chatted a bit on top of that, but, you know, also very steeped in the cycling culture. USA Pro Challenge uh, raced Independence many, many times um, when we had that race here in the Colorado Classic. So just some iconic and breathtaking scenery for sure. And, okay, that's confusing to me because Independence Pass is – over 12,000 feet, right? And for you to say the word race is mind-blowing. Like, how in the heck <laughs> are you, A, fighting elevation, but you're doing it as a race? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, <laughs> certainly, I have I have never raced it proper. I, I feel like surviving it probably is, uh, yes. is the right thing. But um, it is, yeah, you're right, 12,095 feet. It's the fourth highest paved road in the state. Wow. Um, second paved road to get across the continental divide so it's a it's a substantial yeah substantial effort you know this year we we started from aspen and and you know went up that direction which is is long probably about a 20 mile climb but but so beautiful and uh there's the you know colorado if you don't like the weather just you know wait wait a couple hours so i think we had a little bit of a yeah. flurry that yeah. we were climbing up up there but um but you know for the most part the weather was was pretty great so. yeah i do think i saw all four seasons on my trip that week <laughs> 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 okay so you know here we are talking about ride the rockies and so for people who don't know what ride the rockies is it is a six day a bicycle ride and um, you go through all kinds of different mountain passes and i think you just call them do you call them passes or mountains or how does that work? Um, yeah, I think we call them passes. Yeah. You know, this year it was, there was a lot. Um, you know, the, the route primarily went through a lot of the ski areas, which mm-hmm. you know, obviously have a lot of high alpine, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of time over 10,000 feet. But yeah, I think this year it was Fremont, Tennessee, Battle Mountain, Independence. We talked about Trout Creek, which was really beautiful um, as well and, and probably not done that often. Hoosier Pass. Swan Mountain and, uh, and Loveland Pass. We got lots of, lots of mountains this year, um, which you know probably makes it just a little bit more difficult this year than perhaps uh, some previous years. Mm-hmm. And I, um, like I mentioned before, I was part of the crew, so I was in a vehicle most days, but I did get the chance to ride uh, day five, which was um, getting to ride up to the top of Swan Mountain, which is probably the lowest mountain of you know, each of the passes that riders had to go over, it was still, you know, a nice day of climbing, but wow, the views, it was, I think it's called, is it Dillon Lake or Lake Dillon? Yeah, Dillon, Dillon Reservoir. Yeah, so oh, you, you're exactly right. That Swan Mountain 
has such a great view of, of Dillon and, and the Silverthorne area. So yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely some awesome views. Yeah. So for a lot of the people who listen, they um, are Ragbri riders, which is the seven-day bike ride across Iowa. Um, and this ride is similar in that, you know, it's a camping event, and each day you're in a different community. Um, this year, specifically, this ride was 436 miles and over 27,000 feet of climb. And that's if you didn't do the extra loop. So, like, what are your thoughts, Jason? What do you think of the, the route this year? I mean, for me, it's, it's, it's such an iconic, um, you kind of hit, you kind of hit a little bit of everything, which, which was really phenomenal. I, I recall Glenwood, you know, Glenwood Canyon, which I've never been, you know, into before, certainly have maybe rafted it a couple of times, but to, to sort of ride your bike into Glenwood from Copper was really spectacular. Mm -hmm. Um, you're right up next to the, you know, to the Colorado river and it's, you know, at high flow. So it's just, you know, noisy and, you know, you're flying past it, and, and that was really you know, beautiful. Um, you know, then, you know, small towns like Basalt, you know, which I haven't spent a lot of time, you know, in, in before, which was neat. And you get sort of, you know, big big towns like Breckenridge, mm-hmm. um, you know, Salida, Buena Vista, you know. So you really have a, a great mix of, you know, some ski towns, some sort of hamlets like Basalt, um, kind of is outside of Aspen, Woody Creek area. Really, a, a, just a really great mix of, of um you know, bigger ski areas as well as the smaller, smaller towns. And it's, and it's great just to be able to see Colorado uh, from the bike. I think that's probably my favorite part of, of it because it does give you a different perspective than, you know, just driving your car. And, you know, a lot of people hike here as well, so that's a different perspective as well, but it's, it's mm-hmm. just great to do it from the bike. And, it's, you know, for me, it's, it's rare that I get to spend seven, eight days on my bike in a row. Um, yeah. And so that's always, you know, one of my favorite, you know, favorite things as well. Um, and it's also very safe. You know, I met, you mentioned, you know, where do you ride in Denver? And, you know, unfortunately, we have had, you know, incidents and, and growing set of incidents where distracted riding is a real thing. And, and, you know, what's really nice with organized rides like Ride the Rockies is that you get the support from the Colorado State Patrol. You mm-hmm. get support from the local you know, sheriff and police department. So it's actually, it feels much, you know, safer than just riding by yourself, which I think also helps, you know, helps the comfort factor as well. Yeah, I agree. And um, we we do have to give a shout out to the Colorado State Patrol because they were on it, man. Like you get to the top of some of those passes and they were, you know, waiting and ready to, you know, keep motorists and cyclists separated. And also when I was on the trail biking on my day uh, to, um, Swan Mountain, there was a motorcycle on the bike trail, like one of the police officers. And he, he, I saw him at one of the rest stops and asked him, I'm like, I bet that was super fun to be riding your motorcycle on a bike path. And he goes, actually, it's terrifying. It is terrifying because the bridges are not meant for, you know, lots and lots of weight. They're meant for cyclists and pedestrians. So he was like, I'd kind of hold my breath when I would go over the bridges. (laughs) That's a good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. You're exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. So a couple of highlights that I want to point out, and then maybe you have some as well, but um, not only was this bike ride, you know, epic amounts of climb, day one and day three were both over 100 miles on the bike. And I think both days were over 4,000 feet of elevation gain. So what are your thoughts on those two days? Well, they're long days for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all about managing your your effort. And um, you know, the the 
we definitely had a little bit of wind factor, I would say, this year. Um, but for the most part, we were lucky to have most of that at our backs for the big climbs, mm-hmm. um, which you know, does does definitely help. There, you know, were some crosswinds in some sections, but you know, that's pretty typical for um, you know for that area, just kind of this time of year as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there are long days. I mean, you just got to kind of manage your manage your hydration, your effort. Um, you know, the good thing is there's plenty of aid stations, so that it's super helpful to be able to get water and, you know, nutrition and and food and, you know, maybe even just get off the bike and stretch a bit. So Mm -hmm. that helps as well. Break it up. Yeah. And I um, noticed a lot of comments about people saying it was a little bit warmer than it typically is in Colorado this time of year. Did you feel that way too? Well, (laughs) I think every year it seems like it's getting warmer here. Yeah, Uh, yeah, definitely. I think at one point Glenwood was 101 when I, when I saw it, but uh you know, it's better than the, the alternative. We've had a few years, um, and so I've, I've ridden it maybe 11 times, 12 oh, wow. times, mm-hmm. um, kind of over over three decades, so um, not not consecutively. Um, and I know one year we, we had to get bus around Trail Ridge Road, you know, which is up in Estes Park, and, you know, get on buses and go all the way to Granby, kind of the long way, so back down the highway, all the way back up into the mountains because we had a snowstorm that closed Trail Ridge Road. Um, and then a few years ago, we had a snowstorm that uh, we actually closed the road into Winter Park. Um, so I guess I'd rather, I'd rather be 100 degrees on the bike than, than dealing with snow. But, you know, it's Colorado, <laughs> so you don't like the weather. Just, you know, wait, wait a bit. So. Yeah. And I think it was either the top of Independence Pass or the top of Hoosier Pass that um, there were snow flurries when I was up there. Yes, for sure. Yeah, pretty common. Yeah, 12,000 feet for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, when you overall think of all the communities that we pass through, any favorites or maybe communities that you want to go back to that you recall? Yeah, I mean, I it's sort of funny. I was reading uh, Bill Plock's, uh, you know, email one morning, and, and uh, I think it was the, the official first day. And, um, you know, we get into Glenwood Springs and it's, and, and his route description is take the elevator down. <laughs> like, so that was the first time I think in Ride the Rockies history that an elevator was actually on the, uh, on the route description. So yeah. that, that was fun. You know, being able to, to sort of go downtown Glenwood Springs and, you know, really just a lot of hospitality from that community. Basalt was another one. Um, we had lunch at the Brick Pony, which, you know, was kind of packed, um, but really, some patient staff um, and, you know, everybody working really hard to, to feed a bunch of us. So mm-hmm. that was definitely a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So I, I just like kind of the smaller, some of the smaller towns that you don't, you know, probably spend a lot of time in. Yeah. Um, my favorite was uh, fair play. And for the riders, I think um, all of the aid station and such was in a park, um, but I was, had the time to kind of walk around and I believe that's loosely what the um, cartoon South Park is based on. I don't know if that's for sure, but there are lots of references to South Park, the show, in the town of Fairplay, and that was kind of fun. Yeah, so South Park, you're, you're just right in – South Park's actually a region of um, kind of Colorado. It's a, a basin, essentially, um, and Fairplay's right on that right on that edge, so you're, you're definitely very – you know, on, on South Park there. And I saw all those signs as well, which is fun to, fun to see. Yeah. Um, third play was great. I, I think I had a hamburger there that I recall being really, really tasty. So (laughs) (laughs) I just recall, um, you know, the, everyone was kind of hanging out in the park and getting smoothies and eating. And I saw Bill Pluck 
grabbed this huge speaker out of the back of his car and then he had some music playing and it it just really lightened the mood. I could tell everyone was kind of like, yay, this is fun. I didn't see any dancing, but I think it, that was a pretty long day, so <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect it. Oh, it was a long day. And Fairplay is right below Hoosier. So, you know, I think everybody knew they had to go climb, you know, up, up Hoosier Pass yeah. to get to Brack. So yeah. I do recall uh, everybody spending a little bit of time there. Yeah. Yeah. So you said you've done Ride the Rockies about 11 times. Um, do you think you'll do it again? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, um, uh, you know, in, in my calendar every year until it's not. So Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, and not only do you ride Ride the Rockies, your company is also a partner. So tell us a little bit about Flexential and maybe the connection, you know, with cycling and how you got to become a partner. Sure. So um, Flexential is a IT services data center network connected uh, co-location and, and cloud services provider. Um, and we have a long history in Colorado. The, the, the company Flexential was formed with the combination of, of two companies, one called BioWest and one called Peak 10. Mm. Well, Peak 10 actually, interestingly enough, is named after Peak 10 in Breckenridge, oh, okay. um, but was, was headquartered in Charlotte. North Carolina, BioWest was headquartered in Denver, and we combined those two companies probably five years ago now and um, came up with a new name called Flexential. So uh, BioWest Flexential has been involved in, in the cycling world in Colorado probably for the last decade or so. Uh, really, we started um, sponsoring USA Pro Challenge um, you know, back in the, in the early days when that was forming. And um, have done a lot of great things with with the Colorado Classic as well, which you know, has turned into a women's only you know race and, mm. and, and platform. So um, really have spent a lot of time just kind of thinking about you know diversity and, and cycling and, and equality and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then finally with Ride the Rockies, I think we're in our eighth year of, of sponsorship of, of Ride the Rockies, and for us it's you know, a way to get back to the communities, um, you know, traditionally with the Denver Post Foundation, now now it's Venture Endurance, but traditionally there's been a lot of nonprofits sort of give back in, in the communities, um, which, you know, I'm excited to work with Venture Endurance on, you know, that program going forward. So I think it's an important part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for us, it's about giving back to Colorado, giving back to the community. And, and you know, it's also a way to, to bring some of our partners and key customers together and, and spend some quality time kind of with them. Um, you know, away from uh, the office. So yeah, and it was very cool to see um, all of you guys together, especially you know at the end of the day, uh, you had like tents set up and hospitality, and just um, it was always like a, a buzzing place. Like you could tell there was a lot of people who knew each other, and maybe maybe see each only see each other only once a year, or maybe you guys are friends all the time. But it was fun to watch. No, for I think for a lot of us, it's it's. Um, you know, we're all all busy. We're we're traveling a lot, so really, it's almost a reunion of sorts when you can bring everybody together. And we've been very lucky to have, you know, some some returned uh, returned guests. You know, that have have done it a couple of years, so mm-hmm. they kind of understand the program and understand sort of logistics and make it easy, kind of for for people that might be new uh, to this and and kind of help them along. So that's great as well. But yeah, this year we had. Uh, riders from New York, riders from California, um, riders from Colorado. So really a nice a nice mix of, of people for sure. Yeah. And, you know, to think about your, um, I guess, you know, regular life or office life, you're probably busy, you know, 12 hours a day. And even though, you know, this is... <laughs> 
Almost 30,000 feet of climbing, suffering, riding your bicycle in heat and snow. It's probably considered a vacation for you, right? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, 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 you know, the good thing is, or bad thing perhaps, is that you can't do a lot else other than ride your bike, uh, eat, and uh, figure out where your stuff is and, and, and try to find your, your hotel or your campsite. So it's you're pretty focused. Um, you know, I think in previous years, tried to do a little work along the way, and, and it's just, it's, you know, too hard to do that. So right. I think you're, you're pretty focused. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's a rare event to be able to ride your, your bike, you know, six or seven days in a row you know, on the road, you know, three or four or five hours a day. So it's it's really pretty spectacular. I, I completely agree. And besides Ride the Rockies, are there any other epic rides that you've participated in that you want to mention? Well, I certainly have done Rag Rye and uh, hope to, to get back out there uh, this year. And so that's, you know, it's, it's quite different than Ride the Rockies. Yes, but for sure. I think we're you know, one of the things we're trying to do with Ride the Rockies is, is maybe bring a little bit of the rag rice spirit kind of you know, into it. So mm-hmm. when you mentioned the, the the sort of finished towns and, you know, the support that Primal Wear provides us really is, is part of that hospitality to, you know, to really bring our, our, our team together and you know, our friends together and, and hang out a bit, which is great. Um, you know, the triple... When you when you do Ride the Rockies, you kind of come back as a superhuman um, a bit. <laughs> and... Um, because you get, like I said, you get so many miles on, on the bike. And, and traditionally, the triple bypass used to be in July. Now it's shifted to August. So now you have to just sort of keep your fitness, keep your fitness yeah. you know, going for uh, a little bit longer. But triple bypass is a great ride. You know, Copper Triangle is always, always great. But, yeah, I just like, you know, really riding in Colorado. We've got some great events and great, you know, great partners that, that put on just some really, really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, there's always different events that I see uh, friends or people I know on social media uh, that are based out of Colorado. I know uh, Leadville is coming up, um, and that's a pretty epic, uh, I think more of a single track than a road bike. But it's just, it's uh, never ending, the different events that happen in Colorado. For sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, almost every weekend there's probably probably something going on, which is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Excellent. Well, before we uh, say goodbye, is there anything that you want to plug as far as, you know, nonprofits or your company or just anything? I would just say if you haven't haven't done Ride the Rockies, haven't spent some time in Colorado, I think it's just a great way. I think this year, if I remember the stats right, about a third a third of our riders came outside outside the state, which is, you know, phenomenal. So come come check it out. Um, we're going to you know, I'm just excited with the partnership with Venture Endurance to, to make this better and better. It's really a iconic uh, Colorado asset and, um, you know, making sure it's taken care of and um, has the support, you know, real, with, with, you know broad, broad support from not just, you know, companies like Flexential, but the communities that we're in and, and really trying to pay attention to, you know, our impact in those com- communities, both positive and, and negative, and, and really try to help, you know, help move it forward. Definitely. And um, I mentioned this before we started talking, but this event's been around for over 30 years. And, you know, the hope is that it just continues and keeps getting better. Absolutely. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and telling us about your experience with Ride the Rockies. And I will be looking for you on Ragbride. <laughs> Sounds good, Murph. Thank you very much. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. 
And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just just go bike. bike!